Much of how we learn and what we learn is dependent upon the people we surround ourselves with. To accelerate your learning, you must surround yourself with individuals at or above your current level. Identifying these people, if they're already not in your network, and adding or connecting them with yourself is key to your continued growth. In the final episode of How We Learn, we're going to discuss the importance of peer collaboration or the use of your personal network to help you continually learn and develop. So stay tuned, OTRs. So the real challenge is, how do veterinarians like us, who don't have the time, resources, or financial backing of a multi-million dollar company, who are faced with irregular work schedules, on-calls, and emergencies, how can we facilitate our own personal and professional growth so we can continue to offer superior service to our clients while still remaining competitive in today's market? That is the challenge, and this podcast will provide you the roadmap to its solution. I'm your host, Dr. Eric, and welcome to Operators to Owners. Welcome back, OTRs. Everybody needs their people, their peer group, or even their buddies. No matter how you choose to phrase it, human beings have been seeking out and placing value on the people around us ever since we moved out of our ancestral caves. That deep desire to make life easier drives us. We want companionship and companions who can help us grow and will grow with us. Think back to your college years when you were going to the library many nights a week to study for exams or other material. Did you do it alone or did you go with friends? Did you teach each other? Or did you try to know it yourself? I would argue the majority of you probably found a peer group that taught each other, that carried each other, that helped each other through the tough times. Now, since we're budding professionals, we need to seek out the same relationships again and fall back upon them to help us continue to grow. Every good professional needs three types of people around them. They need their mentors, they need their think tank, and they need their mastermind. And each group plays a key role in that individual's development. And naturally, each person within your personal network will fall into one of these different categories. Your mentors will be experts in the areas you wish to be strong in or want to develop in or even master. Your mentors will open doors for you and create experiences for you. They'll advise you along the way and give you guidance when you're struggling. They will support you. They'll give you the tough words, the tough conversations. They'll give you stretch goals, goals that push you beyond what you currently are. And they will offer encouragement. 
They cannot always challenge you, but sometimes they need to encourage you. They're going to introduce you to their way of life, how they attack problems, how they solve them, and they're going to teach you those areas. Now, mentors can be mentors in one area or in many, and they can be a one-time mentor or a lifetime mentor. They fit everywhere in between the spectrum. For instance, I particularly liked a piece of research that I read several weeks ago. So I reached out to the author for an interview, seeking to expand my knowledge in that area and be mentored. That might be a one-off conversation, or maybe it will be more than that in the long term. But now I've onboarded that person into my people network, adding a new mentor resource for me to tap into later or learn from right now. The traditional sense of a mentor is somebody who's with you, in essence, for your entire career. But that's not necessarily the case. People can mentor you on a single point in a single space of time. They don't necessarily need to hold your hand or continually be with you. So I'd urge you to evolve your definition of mentorship and seek to include other experts. Many of these experts are looking for people with interest in their fields. And if you simply talk to them, you can get lots of little good information nuggets that will help you develop as a professional. The next type of people you need around you is your think tank. And these are generally people that are close to you. Friends, family, your wife, your husband, significant others. Ideally, this group, this think tank group, is made up of people external to your primary industry. What I mean by that is they're not involved maybe in veterinary medicine. They're not involved maybe in agriculture. And what they bring to you is the quote-unquote dumb questions or the questions that require you to be able to explain the base information of what you're trying to do. They're great resources for those things that you're going to do that interact with the general public. Things that you're going to try and do for your clients that might not have any background information. In addition, they add ideas that might come from other industries. In essence, leveraging the Medici effect that we talked about in Operators to Owners episode number nine. And if you haven't listened to it, I urge you to go back and think about it when you're thinking of your think tank group. These are the people that you want around you when you're looking at things like new business ideas or new business plans for your business, new services, or just even seeking perspectives on things outside of your expertise, such as marketing or website design, or those types of things that people not in the industry would have expertise in. My personal think tank story revolves around one of my really good friends. He's a highly successful engineer, graduated from school, bought his own business, ran his own business, sold his own business, was hired back by the people who ran that business, and now he manages their engineers. Clearly, he's highly driven, very intelligent if he's bought and sold a business and is roughly my age around his 30s. 
So when I'm seeking business advice, a lot of times I'll go to him. And bouncing veterinary ideas off of somebody completely outside the industry, a lot of times brings perspective, especially when you start talking to people who work with larger companies and have a bigger perspective than per se myself with my entire company having 10 complete individuals working for it. So bringing these people into your think tank, challenging your current thought process, and kind of evolving yourself outside of just the veterinary industry is incredibly important as well. Finally, your mastermind network is made up of your peers, professionals, consultants, and business partners within your industry. Now, we discussed the mastermind principle two episodes ago in the Thoughts from the Truck, How We Learn Masterminds. Very good episode there. This is an evolution on that concept. You can have very specific dedicated masterminds that are run and facilitated by people, and then you can have your mastermind network and your personal network. And these are the people that you really like, trust, like working with, and have a relationship with within the industry. These are the people that exist to help you develop new ideas and address challenges in your day-to-day business or professional life. They provide you with the conventional ideas or the solutions that bring greater experience to that solution and a different idea for solving that solution. Again, their solutions are going to be more traditional than what you're going to see maybe out of your other people groups. But that's okay. These are the people who are professional experts that you work with, and you're just seeking them to help you massage out the final details of a new program of a problem you're dealing with. For me, this mastermind group is my clinic team. It's the doctors I work with, the technicians I work with, and my support staff. It's the people I trust because their expertise within what they're doing. And quite honestly, they're honest with me. They're straightforward and they tell you what they really think. In this group, you're going to want to identify what your needs are and kind of fill them with people who can give you good feedback in those areas. And that will evolve as you grow professionally. For me personally, I like to have one ideas person, someone business-minded. I also like a financially-minded person. A social relationship person is incredibly important to me as well because I tend to be driven and kind of on point. And bringing that social impact back is always really important. A down-to-earth thinker, in-the-clouds thinker, and just a straight-up hard worker. And I found that kind of the balance between all of these gives you perspectives that you might not even think about or value as much as needs to be valued in ideas. For me, again, personally, that social interaction is really important and also the down-to-earth thinker. I tend to be very futuristically focused. And that means that I'm reaching out a little bit further every time and I tend to stretch things perhaps more aggressively than some people are comfortable with. And that means that sometimes I need to be reeled back a little bit in some of my ideas. So I know in my mastermind network, those are two absolutely critical people that I have within that network. But you're going to find again that you need to basically 
optimize or identify the important personality types dependent upon your personality. So tailor this mastermind concept to what you really need or to yours. How do we find our people or establish our network? Well, look around you. Chances are that many of the connections or networking opportunities you need exist already. Reach out to the people you interact with regularly. Set up regular meetings. You all have a consultant that you like working with. You all have other vets you like working with. You all have other support staff you might like working with. You have family members. You have mentors. Set up regular meetings with them and allow yourself to check in with them, to expose yourself to new ideas and to learn and grow. Now, if you don't have this or don't have it in specific areas, then you simply need to build relationships and networks. So sit down today and list off your ideal quote unquote people. You know, the ones you think that can really contribute to you and your professional development. And right now, to yours, actually, I'd like to challenge you. Stop this podcast and list three people you think can help you today or three people you wish you knew today. Once you've made this list, reach out to them today. Focus on one person from that list and either email, call, or text them. Seek to build that relationship. The most challenging point is always taking action. Planning is easy and everybody over plans. But taking action is scary. And that's the number one reason people will not follow through with this piece of advice I'm giving you. Remember, don't be afraid to reach out. Most people want to help other people. You'd be amazed how few people will turn you away if you reach out to them. Andre Guide had a great quote. There are very few monsters that warrant the fear that we have of them. Don't be afraid, OTRs. Expanding your network of people can create stretch opportunities, expose you to more learning, and provide you a safety net along the way to your future professional development. So I leave you today, OTRs, with a statement, go out, go network, reach out to people, and do it today. Carry on. If you liked this content and want more, join our OTO community at otovets.com forward slash Facebook. Also, check out our blog at otovets.com forward slash blog. And don't miss our cutting edge episodes where we cover the latest in peer-reviewed scientific research related to large animal veterinary medicine. You can find the written context at otovets.com forward slash cutting edge, or you can listen to it at our podcast at otovets.com forward slash podcast. Please join our community for an active discussion about today's podcast, past podcasts, and other decisive topics within veterinary medicine. Thanks again for joining us today, OTOers, and carry on.